0: Hello, and welcome to the Fidelity Next podcast, a podcast for post-secondary students, brought to you by Fidelity Investments Canada, where we'll provide you with the tools you need to navigate your impending careers successfully in today's landscape. Today, we are celebrating International Women's Day, an annual global celebration focusing on women's successes, rights, and advocacy. And in recognition of this special day, we are sharing two incredible and inspiring stories from Fidelity. Fidelity. In this episode of Fidelity Next, host Emily Ananuevo sits down with two outstanding Fidelity employees, Claire Fleming, an equity research analyst, and Ritu Kumra, a 15-year veteran in the financial industry, director of research, and portfolio manager. Claire and Ritu share their career journeys and what it is like to work within the financial industry. They discuss obstacles they face as a woman in finance, and career advice they would give their younger selves. They also share what it is like working at Fidelity and what makes a career here at Fidelity unique. Fees, expenses, and commissions are all associated with fund investments.
1: Now, I wanted to open the show and start the show off by just talking about your journey into financial services and investing. Uh, What did you study in school? Did you have any mentors, you know, growing up? And how did you first connect with Fidelity? And I can start with you, Claire.
2: Sounds great. Um, So my educational background was studying um, at Laurier taking a Bachelor of Business Administration program. Admittedly, going into the program, I really wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I thought um, that that would be a great option, though, just to learn about some of the different areas of business and see what I found the most interesting. Uh, It really was through the school's co-op program there where I had the experience. Uh, of working in equity research. And after having that uh, hands-on work experience, I found it a really interesting career path. And that's what led me to Fidelity as an intern uh, towards the end of my undergraduate program.
1: So you were always interested, somewhat interested in business and finance and investing.
2: Admittedly, this is something that I didn't (laughs) uh, foresee as a career path. Uh, I grew up in a really small town where you didn't really have exposure to different areas of finance or law or other professions to really understand what those different options were. Um, so looking back, I suppose my very first investments were on the family farm dealing with livestock, whether that was sheep or cattle or horses, um, but definitely a very different scale of investing than what we do here on the team today.
1: Oh my gosh, I love that though. I love that <laughs> uh, background of growing up on the farm. Now Ritu, was your route to Fidelity sort of straightforward or did you sort of take a roundabout way into the uh, you know, investment landscape?
3: So my path was uh, much more unconventional than what, <laughs> what Claire did. And Claire suggests, was saying just now that she doesn't think that uh, she knew what she was doing. So when I first started, I was actually started off in, uh, in biology. Uh, when, I, when I did my undergraduate education, um, I did that at U of T. And then um, I quickly pivoted and I realized I really enjoyed um, working with numbers. And so um, I, did, I finished off my degree in stats and math. Um, I then did my master's degree um, in statistics at Harvard, and then I worked in the capacity of a statistician for several years, with the aim to eventually move into asset management. But I realized I needed to have a finance background, which I didn't have at that point. And so I decided to do my MBA. Um, I did that at Chicago Booth, and um, I got that finance background. Um, I moved down to Louisiana for personal reasons, um, worked in a fixed income capacity, and then um, when uh, we wanted to move back to Canada, um, I applied to Fidelity and the rest is history. Okay. Definitely can see the zigzag way to
1: Fidelity, Absolutely. so biology, statistician, yeah. and then into investing. but. You know, speaking to so many employees here at Fidelity, we have so many different backgrounds. It's really quite interesting because a lot of the skills and experience we have maybe in something completely different are transferable into the work that you do today. Would you say? I mean, being here for 11 years?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I think that even though I wasn't um, as young as Claire was when she first started her analyst career, I don't take that back for a second because I think that I... Um, as much as I would have liked to get here sooner, I think each of my experiences that I've um, I've gone through throughout my lifetime, it has it has added to my career and it's added to who I am today.
1: So during the show, you guys will uh, share
3: some career advice and
1: talk about what it's like to work at Fidelity. And Claire, you started like you said as a co-op here. Do you remember your first days at Fidelity and what that experience was like?
2: I actually had a very memorable first week at Fidelity. As you (laughs) mentioned earlier on, um, when I first showed up, I was assigned uh, coverage of global specialty apparel stocks to cover for my team. And my task throughout that internship was to come up with um, recommendations on about seven stocks that I'd been assigned for the team and all of the supporting work on those recommendations related to the company and industry outlook. And what really stood out to me in those first few days that I got here Uh, was that there was an industry conference taking place that week where a lot of the companies I'd been assigned to research uh, would be presenting. And I was encouraged to go down to that conference in New York um, with some of my colleagues to learn more about the industry. And, of course, that was definitely not a leisurely or glamorous trip to New York. It was a lot of hard work, but what really stood out to me about that experience was just that it showed Fidelity was willing to give you a lot of opportunities and resources to help you learn, even really early on in your career. And I think seeing that so early on in my co-op experience at Fidelity made me feel more comfortable uh, with accepting an offer to come back full time after school. That's a wonderful story. And literally
1: hitting the ground running <laughs> in your first week as an intern, like you said, making those recommendations, and then being whisked off to New York for a conference—that's that's amazing experience in the mm-hmm. first week, right? And uh, and then full full time uh, shortly after. So you always knew that this sort of the work culture here, the community is was something that you wanted to be part of.
2: Yes, as I said, I think having that co-op experience was great because they did try to replicate as closely as possible what the full-time analyst experience would be like when you're there as a co-op student. So just being able to learn about the resources and process for coming up with your own recommendation on a stock and having a chance to work with all of the different portfolio managers internally and learn more about their investing styles, um, made me feel more comfortable with coming back and really knowing what to expect as a full-time analyst on the team where I was assigned more stocks to cover, but had a very similar process and resources as I had uh, when I was a co-op student with the team.
1: So if you can talk a little bit about your, what your role entails and your, what's your day-to-day like, Uh, Claire, if you can continue. So do you continue to, make recommendations and, obviously, research for the portfolio managers?
2: Yes, so that process is very similar, as I said, between a co-op student as well as a full-time analyst. So my research covers had changed a bit in that uh, when I first joined full-time, I was covering Canadian consumer staples and utilities, and since then I rotated on to researching Canadian materials for the team. What your job is as an analyst is to really be helping the portfolio managers on the team deliver better outcomes for their clients. Um, so the types of um, investing styles that you see on the team or the mandates that they have, what geographies or sectors they might be investing in can vary a bit. Um, but you're responsible for helping out all of the different portfolio managers internally at Fidelity. So to come up with your recommendations, you will often have an investment thesis on each company, which really summarizes your key reasons for why you think we should own more or less of a certain company in the portfolios. And to build that thesis, you're doing a lot of reading related to the company and industry outlook. Uh, You're using a lot of quantitative skills in Excel, whether that's forecasting the company's financials or having a view on valuation. And there's a lot of um, interpersonal skills involved with the role as well and that whether that's interviewing management teams or industry experts and also having those conversations with portfolio managers to make sure that your ideas um, are well supported and communicated well is a big part of the job as well. So it varies day to day, whether you're reading, spending more time in Excel or really interacting with people. Um, But I think that's what makes the job really interesting and uses a broad skill set.
1: Okay, hey, excellent overview. Now, Ritu, you manage the whole team of research, uh, equity research analysts. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay, so what sort of does your job entail day in and day out uh, in terms of managing the team?
3: So on my end, um, I am a part of the research research process, part of the investment process. And so um, I would say that um, I spend more than half of my time just attending company meetings um, for all companies across the benchmark, um, talking to analysts, reading research notes, um, and just, just thinking about the market. Um, there's a component of my role that um, involves recruiting, um, and then there's a component of my role that uh, involves just other initiatives that we have in place um, more broadly.
1: Okay, excellent.
3: And you mentioned recruiting right there. If
1: you can offer uh, the audience tips on, on or, or characteristics of team members on your team, like what are you looking for? What type of team members are you looking for? You know, if, if the uh, viewers are looking to be part of the team.
3: So we are looking for uh, for individuals who have high horsepower. So what that means is a lot of intellectual curiosity, passion for investing, um, of course, academic excellence. Um, but we're just looking for people that have grit that's that are willing to to just turn over every stone to try to and go that extra mile in order to actually get to the 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 right investment thesis. Excellent.
1: And you're also portfolio manager of two funds. Oh to crypto ETF funds,
3: what is it about that space that appeals to you, Ritu? It's, um, it's, it's a very dynamic space. And um, I like it because it's really at the intersection between financial services and technology. Mm-hmm. And it's a space that's at its infancy. It's going through um, an evolution and a maturation period. And it's, so it's very interesting to see how um, how it's evolving over time. And you mentioned evolution and it
1: just, um, you know, sparks the idea that in our roles in this company has kind of changed over the three years, right? Since COVID hit, now we're, we're back in the office, back in the studio doing these shows. Um, but I'm just wondering how you sort of, um, sort of manage your time, you know, at home and here in the office, what's that work-life balance look like now that we're sort of in a new normal, you know what I mean?
3: Yeah. Um, so I would say that um, it it's it it everyone has their own balance. Mm-hmm. And for for myself, I like to be in the office between three and four days a week, um, and the other two days or one to two days I'm at home. Um, but as we were just talking about prior to to um, to the show is. I, I feel like I almost prefer to be in the office because when I'm at home, my day never ends. There's no structural <laughs> yeah, end right. to my day, and so um, so for me. But you know, I think this is this is what's great about um, the culture here. Uh, it offers flexibility, and uh, we can do what works best for for the actual individual and and their families.
1: Yeah, a different type of productivity, or you know,
2: at home and in the office. Right. How about you, Claire? Yeah, it's interesting. This comes up, and that. Um, There are definitely a lot of preferences within Fidelity in terms of working styles. For myself, I find that I'm more productive when I'm in the office. Uh, So I try to get here as often as I can and try to avoid working from home whenever possible, just because I find personally that's where I feel most productive and and where I like my work schedule best. Um, So it's great coming back from COVID to see that Fidelity has been able to accommodate that and have the office space and uh, colleagues around based on how many days people want to be in the office or working remote.
1: And I'm also just curious what motivates you in your day-to-day as you do your job and and how do you improve at what you do, you know, day in, day out? What would you say we do?
3: Well, what motivates me is just, um, just we're stewards of capital. We, it's our fiduciary duty to, to do our absolute best in order to, um, to, grow, to grow investments of, um, of our fund holders. And so that's what, that's what motivates me day in and day out. Um, in terms of what um, what I do on a day to day basis to kind of keep me going, I, I end up just just making myself better. I end up reading a lot, and so it sounds like you both do a lot <laughs> yeah. of reading and
2: research in
1: your roles. That's for sure. Yeah, it's
3: whether but it's, it's something you enjoy. I, I, I absolutely take it. enjoy yeah. whether it's about um, industry, crypto, um, um, like companies. Uh, reading about um, management teams and you know where they've been and their evolution, capital allocation, like you name it, the markets. Um, yeah. So we're just constantly reading, just to just to just to be constantly learning.
2: Do you feel the same way, Claire? In terms of what helps me improve, I think what's great about this role is that you can measure your past performance, and there's a lot of individual accountability in the role. Um, so what I mean by that is when you look back at your historical recommendations on stocks, mm-hmm. you can see which areas you are right or where you made mistakes. And that's all quantified in terms of how the stocks might have performed relative to the benchmark. And given our process where we document a lot of our research through an internal publishing system, you have written notes of what you were thinking at the time and what your outlook was then. And I think those are both great tools to reflect on your own performance, as well as working within a team where you've lots of experience portfolio managers or other analysts who you can learn from as well on a day-to-day basis. Okay, excellent. Well,
1: today is a special day. It's International Women's Day, like I said, off the top of the show. Uh, This year's theme is all about embracing equity. And here at Fidelity, we highlight and we recognize the success of women at our company and all employees. For both of you, how do you personally feel supported at work and here at Fidelity, Ritu?
3: I think uh, I think the culture uh, offers a lot of support. Um, as we mentioned earlier, I think the flexibility that um, that we have at work to do what works best for ourselves and our family um, is 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 fantastic. And it's just the team. I think uh, we work on a very very strong team that is very supported. Um, and and you know, I can't culturally speaking, it's it's hard to describe unless you're actually in it and so um but but i would say just the culture itself itself allows uh accommodates a lot of a lot of support
2: how about you claire i think from my perspective what's great about the role as i mentioned earlier is that your performance can be measured so regardless of your background or circumstances coming in you can really quantify how your recommendations are performing over time and use that to very transparently have a sense of your performance. Um, internally, which I think is great to have that really quantitative feedback that maybe helps to eliminate some of the bias that you can get in evaluations in other fields or even areas of finance. And I think it's great that behind that, there's a lot of resources that the team is willing to offer you in order to help you perform as best as you can, whether that is, as Rishi mentioned, the flexibility of your work schedule, or whether you think it's helpful to go to a conference or a site visit, or do other aspects of due diligence on an idea, or just having control over your schedule to allocate time to what you think is most helpful to developing conviction on ideas. I think that Fidelity has a lot of scale and resources um, that they're willing to offer analysts to help you come up with your recommendations. Yeah, uh, I, I totally agree.
1: And you know, Fidelity is a global company. I mean, we have offices around the world. And uh, I'm just curious to know when you first started out though in this field, did you have any challenges did you feel like there were the obstacles in your way and if so how did you
3: overcome them too. so um i um <laughs> so I, I can't say i've had any obstacles per se but um i think a challenging period for me was um when i first had kids and so i um when i my first day at fidelity i was six months pregnant yeah and so everything was new to me, and so um, I think finding that ultimately, you know, having my first child and finding that balance because parenthood was new to me, and so um, finding that balance that worked for me um, was was a little bit a little bit of work in progress. Yeah,
1: and now eleven years later, I mean, you've been in the in the financial industry for quite some time. Uh, I guess it's always just a balancing act, right, Absolutely. between home life and work life. Um, how about you, Claire? Did you come across any challenges when you first uh, started working in this industry?
2: I think one of the most challenging periods with hindsight was my very first internship within the industry. And that was even prior to um, joining the team at Fidelity. And I think what made that so challenging was, as I mentioned earlier, I didn't grow up with much exposure to finance. I didn't really have a great understanding of the industry structure and what the role entailed. So just getting and more comfortable with how to pitch a stock or what people might look for in an investment idea uh, did, was definitely a steep learning curve just because it was something that at that point in time hadn't really been covered in my university classes. And it was a very informal learning process. You can read investing books, but I find that only goes so far. It's really through interacting with other people in the industry that's the best way to learn. So I think over time, just making sure I was proactive about asking people for feedback on some of the pitches I'd been doing or seeing if they had any advice for building a financial model on a company with your forecasts or how to build an investment thesis. It was a very informal learning process, but that did definitely take a bit of additional work up front just to get along that learning curve since it was all very new to me when I first joined the industry.
1: And if you can talk a little bit about the community and culture here, do you feel like um, there's a lot of resources to go to, people you can speak to? Once you're you know, on this learning curve, once you're, you know, straight into this role, do you feel like there's a lot of people you can reach out to here?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that you know, whether they're peers, um, mentors, um, your manager, um, even colleagues, there's 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 a quite a bit of support um, on our team and even in the broader Fidelity family. Yeah.
2: Do you feel the same way, Claire? I do feel the same way and I think that really made an impact on me in my co-op experience as well when I was still moving up that learning curve. um, I found that all the PMs were willing to offer um, feedback and there was lots of peers that you could go to um, if you had any questions, which was great. I think the team's retention has been very high over the years and there's a lot of people who were in your shoes, whether they were joining right out of undergrad or as an intern. Um, or new to the team in the past. So I think everyone's really willing to share their past experiences to help you as much as possible throughout that transition period. So knowing what you know now, what advice would you impart
1: on young people who might be watching the show, who are interested in stepping into the financial services or investment landscape? What would you say to them, Ritu?
3: I'd say um, enjoy every experience you have. Don't be in a rush to get to the end destination. Um, I can say that from experience, because um, hindsight is twenty twenty. 20 But um, I would say that um, every step along your career journey is a step towards making you who you are. And so so just just take it for what it's worth and, and go through the process. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. Excellent words.
2: And Claire? I think my main piece of advice for students who are considering a career in financial services is just to focus on improving a little bit every day, regardless of your starting point. I think what can be really overwhelming is when this all seems new, or it might seem like your peers are further ahead of you, or other people um, might have different starting points. But I think if you're just focused day to day on um, having a strong academic track record, maybe learning a little bit more about markets throughout the news, um, taking the initiative to try to look at um, a stock and see whether you think it might be a good opportunity or not, Um, or being involved with your investing clubs on campus, those are all great resources that can help you develop a better sense of whether or not this is something you want to do or start to develop your skill set as an investor, even though I think everyone has very um, different starting points in school when they're uh, entering this field.
1: Excellent, excellent advice. And I would totally agree with both of you. I mean, keep in mind that your first job is not gonna be your last job. Always have that willingness to learn and be curious and be open to opportunities, I would say. Claire Ritu, I just wanna say thank you so much for being on the show here and sharing your insights and tips on a career in investing, research and asset management. Thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate your time. Thank Thank
3: Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to the Fidelity Next podcast, brought to you by Fidelity Investments Canada. You can visit fidelity.ca for details on future live webcasts, follow Fidelity Canada on Twitter, and subscribe to our podcasts on your podcast platform of choice.